When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. Hey everybody! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so in case you, <laughs> I'm still going. Um, in case you haven't noticed by our amazing intro, tonight's just not any night here at Jersey Bulls. No, uh, it is time once again. For some Jersey Girl with March Madness. Let's get ready to rumble! (laughs) (laughs) So tonight we are joined by so many special guests that I feel like I can't even think straight. I'm so excited (laughs) and so flabbergasted. This is Dream Team. This is this is super fantasy Rose Bowl level MVPs right here. Oh my god, so true. And emphasis on the fantasy, am I right? Right? (laughs) I want to leave you from your head. <laughs> <laughs> We're also apparently putting out our studio album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is funny because the only person with a shred of musical talent has yet to say anything. Zach! <laughs> I'm waiting for the spotlight, ladies. That 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 is when I come in. All right. Jock no. Jams 98. I cannot wait. Do it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so we are here tonight to decide the best of the remakes. And with us, we have Katie and Zach. Yo, That's I'm here. Me. I'm awesome. And I am kind of awesome. Not quite oh. as awesome as I am. Yeah, he's like the Diet Coke of awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hosting this shit show tonight is our friend Matt Kelly from Horror Movie Night. Matt, say hello. I was a panelist last year, and now I'm running this game. Fucking let's get ready to roll up! <laughs> <laughs> I just went straight Hogan with that. I apologize. I was going Ultimate Warrior. I went that direction. Warriors! <laughs> Listen to me, Warriors! <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Can you talk like that all night? Ultimate Warrior? Oh my god. I'd be like, Matt Kelly, Hulk Hogan is good. 
That's the most testosterone this podcast has had since I was on. It's crazy. I used to do a decent Hulk when I was a kid. I think everybody heard Hulk the Macho. I'm You haven't even heard Zach bust out the Macho Man. Yeah, let's hear the Macho Man. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Well, I get thinking and thinking and going a little psycho. Yeah. Met Kelly from the horror movie night podcast. Yeah. Jersey Ghouls. Yeah. Freak out. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, we well, should probably shock, talk about horror movies. I was just going to say shock. We should talk about remakes. Let's do this. <laughs> we really got sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, we're not here to talk about wrestlers. We are here to talk about remakes. I was the one that picked the remakes. And this was a very controversial decision. I'm getting flipped off from across the table. Yeah, Jackie's literally. Oh, two. Got two hands. If there was more hands, there'd be more middle fingers. But here's the thing. So... Zach, you can back me up on this a little bit. You're a musical guy. So, like, covers kind of suck, but every once in a while, you get, like, the Jeff Buckley Hallelujah, where it elevates the song to a new level. So, so I wanted to give you guys a pile of all new, like, 90s to now remakes. I didn't want to cover the 80s because obviously you got like The Blob and The Thing and those movies aren't great. They're better than the movie that they were based on. Most people don't even know some of them are remakes at this point. But some of these, yes, some of these are bad. (laughs) But some of these rise above. They are, as one great man would say, the cream of the crop. (laughs) (laughs) So there is no rhyme or reason to this bracket. I literally just threw the 16 titles into a shuffle. And that's what it is. So yeah, I'm ready to get to it. Let's yeah. do it. All right, you guys ready? That makes sense now. <laughs> so the first round is 2004's Dawn of the Dead versus 2013's Carrie. Allow me to start this off with with an ultimatum. Um, I swear to fucking God, I'm going to leave this room and not come back if Dawn of the Dead gets voted off right now. Christ. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Because I know you liked Carrie. Because you would. Oh, no. What? Yeah. <laughs> you can't Can you, it's Chloe Grace Moritz, like, nostril acting and go- dancing like a goth kid at a Bauhaus concert. Like, how do you enjoy that? And not as good as Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Well, you have nothing to fear because in this particular bracket, I'm going with Dawn of the Dead. Katie and Zach? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm definitely my vote is for Dawn of the Dead. I, I have my like list of ones that I wanted to knock out first round, and this one's easy. <laughs> I think it's uh, unanimous Dawn of the Ditka. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Dawn of the <laughs> Dead. Yeah, unanimous. Come on now. <laughs> Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, that one was a pretty easy speech. So how do we bid farewell to Carrie? Uh, Becky liked it, she has to do it. That's true. (laughs) Here's here's my reasoning. Um, I I like the original Carrie. It's okay. But I... Plugging it up. I never never (laughs) thought original Carrie was like this amazing, great, fantastic, wonderful movie. It's okay. Was, hey, I'm more of a fan of Rage the Carrie too. If I'm being I can't. Honest. I can't. Oh God, no. I thought this was okay. The it's act- not the hippos in it. <laughs> the <laughs> second a movie starts with a ska song, it is better than the original Carrie in my book. <laughs> no. I'm- How dare you? How dare you do that to Sissy Spacek? No, I always appreciate when you know they took a little bit more from the book than the original did. Um, I did find it funny that the director was like, 
Well, it's not so much like a remake. We're just going to like kind of do our take on the book, kind of how they did with the new It movie. Recently. Yeah, it was a re-adaptation. But actually, movie. but that's, it's utter bullshit. Like this was yeah. a remake of the, of the original. Yeah, it, there were scene for scene instances in this. Yes. Like, exactly. no, so this no necessity. It was not reimagination. It was definitely a remake of the original movie. Um, I didn't, I didn't think it was terrible though. I really didn't. I, I think because a lot of people were saying how bad it was. I'm trying to go in. I tried to be open, have an open mind for all of these movies. And this one came out. I didn't hate it. Have <laughs> any seen? Because I was torn between which carry a remake to choose, and the I leaned. One? I was going to say the TV movie starring the actress who played May. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. No, Meg no? from... Wait, May? Meg. And May. I heard and Meg and I thought Family Guy. May. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought like, the shark that played the Meg. Yeah. I got look at Shit. Now that's a great a remake right there. comes and, and, was and the, uses psychic powers yeah. to destroy the school. <laughs> I would have beat out Dawn of the Dead, absolutely. Absolutely would have beat Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> um, I will say the one thing this movie has going for it is, I don't know if she was drunk that day or just stupid, but Juliana Moore, what are you doing here? Like, you're a fucking quality actress. God damn it. Do so, better. <laughs> um, what's, uh, uh, come on, what's what's her name? And I'm forgetting, um, but Arrested Development, New Halloween, um, Oh, oh. she do she does no wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. What's her name though? It's gonna fucking bother me. Oh my yeah. god, that is totally why can't I remember now. this? Say goodbye to these, Michael. Like I can't <laughs> say goodbye to these, Michael. <laughs> All right, so figure out who that actress mm-hmm. is. She's very, very famous. I know who we're <laughs> and very, very good at what she does. And she's probably the only thing I enjoyed about that entire movie. And the fact that she lived actually made me kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. The, the next couple rounds, in my opinion, my personal opinion, is some tough battles, but I feel like most of you are going to just have your answers. Uh, so the next round is 2009's Night of the Demons remake versus 2013's Evil Dead remake. Cool. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, Katie and Zach, you guys go first. Well, Evil Dead, hands down. Another fish in a barrel pick. What, what do you mean? No, this is wait, like... I have to... Okay, go ahead. I have to qualify something because I know Matt and I differ on this and that's that I do not believe Evil Dead is a true remake because it was made with the intention of being in the same universe and then carrying over and then that just never happened. That being said, if this is being put in as a remake, I have to go for it because Night of the Demons was the worst of all of the ones that we saw. The worst. Now I get well. I get why this is tough for her because let's just say it's it's really night of the titties, and you know as as a fan of such, night of the living titties. Yeah, and and like as a fan of such great qualities of the feminine body, I found it really hard to decipher who was who in the movie, and so thusly why the plot was very thin, and the actresses had great assets. I feel like story <laughs> development, soundtrack, directing, acting, had to go to Evil Dead. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Evil Dead. <laughs> now, I love that. Because you, you were pleasantly surprised by the Night of the Demons remake, and you're the only other huge Night of the Demons fan that I know from the previous episode we did on Night of the Demons. Yeah, I, I throw my vote to Night of the Demons on this one. <gasps> wow. Please explain. <laughs> 
Okay, I, I can't explain. Because here's okay. So yeah, so so fans fans of this show will know that my most recent birthday extravaganza was the original Night of the Demons. Now that being said, I went into this movie a little scared, you know, but with an open mind. And here's what I came out with. To me, and an open bra. The um, I watched this topless. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, so, so no. here's my honest answer. The one thing I love about the original Night of the Demons is to me, and I think we've said this before, even on the podcast, oh, no. is that that is a quintessential 80s horror movie. Like when you're thinking like put on like an 80s horror movie at a Halloween party yeah, or something like that. Is, it is one it, of the it ultimate really is. It is I ultimate. Think, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Like the, the new Night of the Demons a, there was there was some fan service, like like Fat Edward Furlong. Yeah. <laughs> How about Linnea Quigley donning her donning her outfit? Linnea Quigley is like God's gift to, to the eighties to my eyes of the eighties. <laughs> it was great to see her in her original outfit. Loved yep. it. So yeah, no, I definitely love love the nods. It was phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. There was plenty of fan service. Um, the storyline, like the plot line, was obviously similar. You kind of have to have it be similar. But I thought they tweaked it enough where it made sense. But for me, I felt like the biggest draw was where the original was that quintessential, it felt like an 80s movie, looked like an 80s movie, it was an 80s movie. I felt that this one captured that essence of a mid-2000s horror movie. Yeah. I felt like this did. You two are out of your fucking goddamn course. <laughs> That was love because I love you both. But what? Yeah, it was like literally a fucking demon orgy and like fucking veiny big fake titties everywhere. Yeah, that sums up 2009 for me beautifully. Ended the movie. This is well, like this was literally my experience watching this movie. It was the last film I watched my last night in Los Angeles before I boarded the plane the next day because I had a friend who wrote for Geekscape who did this. Her whole gimmick was she would find a low-budget horror movie on Netflix, watch it, and review it in a comedic way while she was stoned on the podcast. She's like, yo, Night of the Demons is really fun. So, like, a group of us got together, and for the goodbye party, we just watched, and it was such a fun, like, laugh, have a good time with a group of friends, eating pizza, and, like... So I'm going to do us all... nice cheesiness. But. I'm going to do us all a giant favor and say fucking, obviously, Evil Dead moves forward here. Sorry. <laughs> Um, listen, I am all about a good pair of titties, as you know. But oh, I doubt that now. I think titties is a facade. How could you deny? How could you deny all the fantastic? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why. There's one pair of titties in that movie that really bothered me. Which one? <laughs> Edward Furlong's. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're a fine C cup. How dare you? Um, <laughs> he has bigger boobs than I do in that movie. Um, no, it was uh, the fucking one big giant baby pair. How does one how does one get in a movie where really all you have to do is show your tits? I think it's cute that you still say that it's like the veiny pair when it's, I mean, that's so like, they're not veiny. They literally are vines. Like there are protruding vines that are coming out of them. <laughs> I literally was so bad about that that like I, I like messaged Katie and I was like I can't with this fucking movie and I'm like <laughs> and while I'll give you that it was fun at moments it also was kind of fucking ridiculously were you stupid. watching it alone though 
I was. I like I do like everything this, in life. <laughs> I feel like not, not true. We we were kind of messaging beteenhand, I believe. I'm not sure. Well, I, you, Marissa had already watched it. Oh, I was I was messaging okay. Marissa about how much I how hard of a time I was having. I'm not okay, I'm not gonna lie. I couldn't watch the last 10 minutes of this movie because I had to leave because it was so bad. I just, I gave up. I gave up on it. <laughs> well, I guess that helped make the voting a lot easier. Yeah, sorry, sorry, you guys. Moving <laughs> <laughs> forward, Jack, I think you did a good job agreeing with what I, I feel <laughs> on why. I didn't think it was going to ever win, but I was hoping it made a movie up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I listen. Before I put the bracket together, I was like, maybe, maybe Night of the Demons will make it into the next round. No, it did. It's understandable. I can say that. Now I have something that I am unbiasedly going to vote for if this becomes a tie. All right, let's and that it. is the next round, which is 2011's Fright Night versus 2006's Black Christmas. Oh, that's hard. All right, this is a good one. <laughs> I hated both of those movies. Oh, no! Wow. I am so mad that I hated Fright Night. I'm mad at myself for hating it, but that movie was fucking atrocious, and oh, it, I kept having no. to pause it and like regroup myself. I hated that oh, movie I so love, much. Uh, Fright Night. If I was to pick what I think is the best remake of all of these, Fright oh Night my God, my really? one. I love. I think that Fright Night does what a remake is supposed to do, which is it takes the original concept, but it does it in and a new and different way. And I love the idea, like, the fact that we have never come up with the concept of vampires in Las Vegas when it makes so much fucking sense for a vampire to live in Las Vegas is, like, really creative. And I thought that David Tennant was great. I thought that Anton Yelchin, RIP, obviously, was fantastic in this movie. Like, I mean, okay. McLovin was a weird choice for Evil Ed, but, like, the more I watched the original Friday Night, well, that's kind of a dick, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> You are li literally reading my notes right now because I couldn't agree more, man. That is exactly why I like Friday. Shit. All right. Well, Katie and Zach, let's go to you guys first. <clears throat> okay. Well, so I'll uh, I'll just say I really enjoyed Fright Night. I hadn't seen it. The, Zach and I tried to watch it once, but like something happened where we stopped watching it. Um, but I okay. First of all, Anton Yelchin, David Tennant. You have the Chris Chris Sarandon cameo. Um, yeah. It's just like so the only thing I didn't like, the only thing I didn't like about it was the dumb like CGI vampire effects, which I found totally unnecessary. Like there was no reason that they needed to go that far with the vampire makeup when they had actually a pretty solid alternative that they just like made him crazier looking and it looked dumb. And that's the only thing. I thought Black Xmas was like, ugh. <laughs> I just kept yelling at Dawn the whole time. Like fucking Dawn. She's fucking everything up again. Dawn from Buffy, because that's all I know her from. <laughs> Michelle Trashenberg, there we go. Michelle Trashenberg. There we go. And like the twinning angle, like I can't, I know. Like I I liked it, but I don't like it as much as Fright Night. Fright Night had so much more for me. Black Christmas had better kills in my opinion. Really, yeah. it was actually gorier than I thought. It was yeah. going to be uh, not as annoying with the, with the all-female cast. No, no offense, of course. <laughs> but uh, but Fright Night was brilliant. Soundtrack was actually really tops, especially with the opening credit se sequence. Yeah, I said tops. Uh, Colin Farrell totally stealing my heart with his fucking Irish bushy eyes. Everything about it was great. Anton Yelton. I love it. And yeah, I agree. The whole fact that vampires in Vegas makes so much sense. It would be even more badass to do a series about Vegas vamps. You're welcome. Give me 10%. And I will say this about the Black Christmas remake real quick. It is a horrendous remake of the original Black Christmas. But as a 
just dumb B movie to watch with your friends. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Agree. Agree. <laughs> dumb, gory fun. Someone gets killed by a lollipop. <laughs> or <laughs> the, the householder icicle death. Like yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm assuming both of you guys are going Fright Night. So we're, we're unanimously Fright Night. Okay. All right, Jackie. I'm going to go Fright Night only to, to continue David Tennant on this. <laughs> I don't think it'll make it past the next round, honestly. But but for David Tennant's penis, we're going to have Fright Night. Yeah. Just in case. And offers his penis. That's sure. perfectly fine. Um, yeah, I'm a Fright Night, too. A hard Fright Night on that one. Um, I actually really like Fright Night, but I don't hate Black Christmas. And we watched it together, and... At first, I did hate it because Jackie and I were kind of like, this is fucking stupid. But I am a sucker for a backstory, as you guys know, which I know all of you are going to be so cringed out by. But I'm a sucker for a good backstory. And I'm also a sucker for, like re- like you said, really good kills. And, like, when he fucking made the cookies out of her skin and, like, all the fucking – Like, I enjoy – it was a fun little frolic. But it was it was yeah. not as good as Friday Night. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So that's a unanimous one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jackie's pissed. But <laughs> the next round, I'm ready. This is another one that I think is a tough one, but I'm thinking with my heart. I don't know what you guys are gonna say. I'm thinking with my 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 man, got, my my woman penis. <laughs> we got 2014's The Town That Dreaded Sundown versus 1990's Night of the Living Dead. Oh, this one's a fucking. Wow. Um, oh, that's a beat. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this right now. Uh, <laughs> Marissa and I watched Night of the Living Dead together. Yeah, don't tell We Scott Rogered it. Oh, you fast forward. We were so bored <laughs> out of our minds that like 15 minutes in, we Scott Rogered it. So you don't think that Tom Savini should direct any other movies? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We brought up the whole like, you know, is the like, is it boring to us? Because it's pretty much it's not shot for shot, but it's pretty faithful, and it's like we know what happens, and there's no. And it's the oldest movie on the list by a long shot. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it was just, it was so boring to us. And it didn't have the same gravitas that the original had. Like, the Ooh, sense gravitas. That the you original fancy motherfucker. Fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, like, it just didn't, it didn't hold what the original held for us at all. So, we, yeah, we, we fast forward. I think I just like the zombie effects of this movie. I think that's the <laughs> only fair. reason why I'm like, hey, the zombies are cool. <laughs> Katie and Zach, where do you go on this one? I, so I guess thinking about it, like, cause this is our second time watching, um, watching the Night of the Living Dead remake. And the first time I really enjoyed it, I thought it was a great way to update like the social commentary. Let's move, let's go post-racial and let's make Barbara actually have some agency. And I like really enjoyed it. And then this time watching it for some reason, I was really annoyed by how everyone just like, it was like, everything was turned up to 11 of the guys just do, being angry with each other. And it was, it was almost like too obvious that they were trying to make like the women, the strong, like normal ones who are going to solve the situation. And the men are just going to bicker like housewives. And, and then the talent dreaded sundown. I freaking another, another one where I'm kind of like, is it really a remake though? Yeah. But I, loved everything it did. I loved that it was modern, but it felt like it was in like the 60s. I loved that it was like, it was gory and messed up where it needed to be, but then it pulled back. The story made sense. It was so like, 
amazing. And then the, and then the guy from uh, the little kid from Unbreakable and now Glass was in it. And I was like, oh, that guy. And so I just, I have to say, I have to give it to the town of Dreaded Sundown this time. Like, yeah, I'm with you guys, but I still enjoy Night of the Living Dead. All right. Well, this is where I come in. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead is... It felt like the original in the sense that I fall asleep around the same time of both movies where they were <laughs> the <movies. laughs> Yeah, they're all messed the up. The original. Man. They're all messed up. I, I love the original and I get what it's doing, but let's not bullshit each other. We love Romero, okay? We all have broners for him, boners for him, whatever the hell. But the Why fact I'm... of the matter is, is that Night of the Living Dead, both original in and remake, is the slowest, most boring horror movie that we just have to accept the fact that it's one of the greatest horror films of all time because you kind of have to. It's one of those things, and it's not right to say it, but they're both boring. To that, I give it to the town that dreaded sundown. Again, uh, uh, like like the greatest idea of a let's make a remake, but it's not really a remake in the fact that like the original really happened. So we'll not dis like get rid of the remake idea or or the uh, the original idea, but we'll actually make that part of our story. And I think that is never seen again in remakes. I think that's ballsy, yeah. and it worked out really fucking well. I and loved it. The original Town of Dreaded Sundown is super boring. It is, it and really this is. really made it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, no, yeah. I liked it. I'm hundred percent with you guys. I'm all about the town. I I enjoyed the town that dreaded sunset. It was fun. Sundown. Right? Sunset, right. sundown. <laughs> sunset works. I, I, I dread sunset as well. This one will be an interesting one. We've got 1999's House on Haunted Hill versus 2010's The Cravings. Fuck you, oh, man. No, this is fucking hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> my, my head and my heart. Hey. This is what Shuffle gave us. Fuck you, Matt Kelly. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, I, I'm going to kick this one off because I have a certain, like, I had an idea of where I wanted things to go tonight. So I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm picking the crazies. Um, I love the original crazies. I think it's, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we all know that you're scheming from your angle. Like I feel I like am, we all I am. I have. I knew it how exactly how I wanted this to go. And frankly, I just I love I love the House on Haunted Hill remake. But the Crazies watching. I've watched the remake of the Crazies more than I've watched the original Crazies. Want a remake to add something new without compromising the original vision and then solidly exist on his own, like as if the original never existed. I think the Crazies does that in spades. Well, I think the Crazies, and I've made this argument before. The Crazies, in my opinion, I haven't watched it in a long time. It has the most intelligent characters I've seen in a horror movie. Like every decision they make, I'm like, yeah, that's the appropriate decision to make at this moment. And it's not until like government agencies come in and ruin everything. So, yeah. YouTube. I just gonna say Becca's death when Becca dies is like horror movie gold. Yeah. You yeah. out the back of the car and you don't expect it at all and it happens so quick, like, boom. Don't tell me about this. Wait, well, what's Zach vote? All right, so wait. So let's take our vote because I feel like this is going to be the one where Matt Kelly's going to get to step in. Okay. <laughs> um, fuck, I'm so torn, though. I really don't know how to vote. I think Zach has an opinion already. All right, Zach. All right, the... The obvious winner of this to some listeners and, you know, the, those around the table is the crazies because Timothy Olfant's just beautifulness is right there. Yeah, the story is intelligent, but you know what? Fuck it. House on Haunted Hill is the best one 
popcorn movie ever. And I'll tell you, I got top five, and we're going John Cusack right now. <laughs> top five reasons, and I'll give them to you, brother. And this is how it goes. First off, freaking, uh, what's his face? Oh, my God. Chris Kattan did it. So shut the fuck up. He's amazing. It may be as his best Pritch- role. It yeah, his best it's role. his best role. And I love everything about him. He knows they're fucked. He's getting drunk and he's just accepting death. And isn't that how we should all act upon our pending death? Fuck it. I love it. <laughs> but I got to add because I you know I love being the, uh, the soundtrack guy. The soundtrack is kick-ass. It's Don Davis who uh, for, for other viewers since this was made around the same time as a little movie called The Matrix, he was killing both scores perfectly. So not only was he doing The Matrix with that freaking awesome soundtrack, he was doing House on Haunted Hill. The best track is actually called Struggling to Escape. It has a great, it's when they're all trying to like go places and you get that bass drum kicking, a little bit of guitar going. They're all trying to find their way out. Oh my gosh, man. Oh, uh, Tay Diggs. The end. I want oh. to be him. Oh. Tay Diggs is the Who hottest hear man ever. Our, he here now be referred to as mm. so oomph is oh, struggling yeah. around. It, it, it's just House on Hill was so much fun, and there's so many good characters, and it's ridiculous. It felt like a William Castle remake in general. My vote is House on Haunted Hill. Take it. Right, so you, you and Jackie? No, I think I'm gonna say I am House on Haunted Hill. Marissa is. She's conflicted. Because here's what I'm thinking. Both movies are very good. I've got two movies in my hand and i got to pick one. I'm always going to pick House on Haunted Hill because Zach said it. This movie's fun. And I know what my tiebreaker is going to be if if it comes down to it. So so what you got? Hey, Demi. Um, so <laughs> i got to tell you, yeah, like I fucking, as much as I really enjoyed my rewatch of The Crazies, and fuck you all. The the original had a real. As always, Romero has fucking brilliant things to say. So suck an egg. The fucking original is the bomb. Um, but yeah, no, I'm gonna go House on Haunted Hill because I, I, oh, you're breaking my heart, Anakin. <laughs> it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I love them both. Both of those movies. But House on Haunted Hill is just such a fucking fun ride. And I'm gonna say the thing I love the most is just his take on Vincent Price. I fucking love. Like with the role. How much do you want to go to that fucking theme? Oh yeah, Jeffrey like, Rush oh. is just so good. Is it weird that I can do him? You also have a Spike cameo, which I you gotta love James Marsters. I just have to. <laughs> In the elevator when it's going down, it's like the funniest part. I laugh every time because he thinks he's gonna die. It's yeah. the greatest reaction. Also, fucking Lisa Loeb for life. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> very true. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, with very, it's a very heavy heart that I send the Yeah, no, because the Crazies was very good. My only complaint with the Crazies is I felt that it went on, like, the first hour, like, I'm in. I'm, like, edge of my seat, like, what's going to happen and who's infected and how quick and the explosions and yay. I felt like it did kind of drag on a little bit toward the end. Um, but like, yeah, overall, uh, I've never seen the original, so this was really my first taste of it, and I enjoyed it. It was a good one. All right, so put my hand on this next one. Uh, I- can, can I send off the crazies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go get uh, cry because I thought the crazies was going to go much farther than this. I um, but I just, I just, when it, when it comes to Romero remakes and remakes in general, and I don't usually like remakes, I always always hate them as soon as they're announced and then I give them a chance later and the crazies was one that I didn't even hate originally and so I just have to say good job 
to everyone in the crazies, you made an exceptional remake. I'm sorry that William Castle's original was such shit that we like Jeffrey Rush more and all that crap. And Chris Kattan. Damn it. <laughs> I don't mean that. I'm sorry. <laughs> William Castle's amazing. I'm sorry. All right. So <laughs> okay, we can move on. Now. <laughs> play my hand as I always do uh, before each of these, please. Um, these are my two least favorite movies <laughs> that are on the <laughs> against each other. So here we go. Uh, 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus 2006's Amityville Horror. Duke it out. Uh, Duke it out for me. Let's <laughs> take this one first. Um, they were both pretty boring. Uh, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre fell into the trap that a couple of movies on this list uh, fell for, which is the thing that Marissa enjoys that I don't is too much backstory. Like, I didn't need to see Leatherface without his mask on. I didn't need to know that, you know, he had some weird skin disease and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I don't know, like that one just kind of like, eh, and it was kind of boring. I'm trying to win her vote by touching her boobs. It's not working. Amityville, <laughs> Amityville is okay. Eh. Like again, like, I don't know. Uh, they, I think part of the whole problem that I have as like a history nerd is that like, I know this case. Like I know like the quote unquote factual, as factual as Amityville can be. I know the case mm -hmm. and they kind of embellished a little too much on the hauntings. So I don't know, but it's a movie. Suspend my fucking disbelief, I know. Um, honestly, with this one, I'm gonna let you guys go and I'll kind of go with whatever you want because I truly couldn't care about it. <laughs> if someone has like a real devotion to one of them, sure, I'm I, on your team. I'm, gonna, fucking I'm gonna just come out and say it. This is the movie, basically you're just voting for what movie loses to House on Haunted Hill in the next round. So. <laughs> well, in that case. Okay, well, so I, I'll say, okay. I, this is my second watch of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's my first of Amityville. And the first time I watched Texas Chainsaw, the remake, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought, oh, okay, this is fun. Like, I, you know, I get that it's for the new audience. I'm not going to hate on it because of what it's trying to do. This time, it was really distracting to me that they attempted to set it in the 1970s, and it obviously isn't. Like they don't, they costume design, uh, everything. It just didn't feel like a 1970, like it was supposed to be in the 1970s. Like they might as well have just said, this is happening at a different time. Clothing brought to you by American Eagle. Continue. <laughs> no, <seriously. laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll say Amityville. I absolutely could not like, I, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand Ryan Reynolds. I, um, Chloe Grace Moritz, who is obviously always going to get a down vote. That's a negative tick always for me. And then everyone lives. Every single person lives. And, and then they do a fake out kill to make you think that she's going to die. But no, it's just a fake out hallucination kill. And it's like, what's the point of that? There are like no real kills in this movie. So I just have to give it to Texas Chainsaw because at least it didn't lower the stakes. Ah, uh, thank you. I agree. Yeah. If everybody else is going. Peer pressure. It works. <laughs> do you have right. Oh my gosh, it's so it, it it's like a double count out. It's really like <laughs> it, I'm gonna go with Texas Chainsaw personally because I mean you got 
I guess in, a, in like a historical sense, when they when they all look back and go, how did these remakes start? Well, you go back to Platinum Dunes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that pretty much led the front to other things, even though I think Platinum Dunes did a better job with Friday the 13th, which is weirdly not on this list, but whatever. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Neither um, is prom night, but we but, but the fact of the matter is you got some pretty good scenes in there. It's really well shot. Some good soundtracks, too, and effects that, again, give it back to the nods of the original where the Amityville horror was just so... It was a cash grab for the birth of the remake genre where that same year, four other remakes came out that were horror. And it just, you know, it was just one of those, you know, uh, uh, freaking bandwagon movies. So Texas Chainsaw. And to answer your question, Zach, I still, and this is going to sound so hypocritical for the inclusion of some of the other movies on this list, but I just genuinely forget that the Friday the 13th remake is a remake because it just fits so nicely as another sequel to that whole franchise. I agree with you. As much as I love the Friday the 13th series, Jackie, Marissa, I love them. It's great. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's PCM moves on just yeah, by default. Although, <laughs> by lack of care by everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that I could watch Ryan Reynolds literally fucking stare at the screen for two hours and I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree with that. Underlining that motherfucker is hot. So, I mean, you know. But but there's yeah. a lot of better movies to watch him in. Uh, anyway. You went to a Green Lantern, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> the next round is... Oh, also, I want to throw this out there. I've written on the back of this paper what I think will be the final two, and I'm curious to see if it's accurate. Uh, I just did that while you guys were debating. Nice. Should we put money on it? Should we, like, have yeah. you can bet I'm, if, like, Matt's right? dollars cash, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> It is Halloween 2007 versus 13 Ghosts 2001. Shit's about to get real. <laughs> oh, this one's... I, I, have, I have a gut decision, and I feel bad about it, but I have a gut decision. I'm going to start this one. Can I start this one? Yes, yeah. All right, okay. The answer is simple. It's Halloween, and I'll tell yeah. you what. <laughs> okay, Rob Zombie... Is he a great horror director? No, not really, but he's great in this one. Do we need a backstory of freaking Michael Myers? Absolutely not. However, he did it with mo like his great Rob Zombie-esque white trash, you know, fucking yes. style. However, what wins every... This is why I love uh, Rob Zombie movies, and it is two syllables, soundtrack. I love his soundtrack. It gets me. He knows how to fit music in his movies. Uh, yes. And then with Tyler Bates scores and his personal pick of actual song choices and the kills are brutal. Tyler Maine is Michael Myers, big, tall, stocky, crazy kills. So much fun. Danielle Harris, please be mine. Oh, she's hot. And I love it. Everything about Halloween is great from the cinematography. However, <laughs> The lowest point is uh, who plays Lori. She's like the absolute worst, oh, but you know what? Whatever. Halloween. Scout. <laughs> yeah. Oh, preach, dude. That's exactly why I go Halloween too. I even said to Jackie before we came on the air that the scene where she's in the club and Love Hurts is playing and it's juxtaposing his murders is fucking brilliant. And it's almost better than Rob Zombie's usual shit. I fucking, I stand by the first act of this movie. I agree with I love it. Yes. Literally everything you said. 13 Ghosts is all well and good, but it it doesn't fucking stand up. It's a little boring compared to everything else. I'm all Halloween all day too. Jackie. Okay. 
or to Jackie. <laughs> We're all looking at her. Let Jackie partners. go. Let Jackie go. I want to hear her. We want to go 13, 13 ghosts. ghosts. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, Dang, this is you, dude. Words, man. I, I feel I feel really like weird about this, but um, I, I my gut decision is thirteen ghosts. <laughs> and here's why. Let me tell you why. Because I okay, I watch Halloween, the original 1978 Halloween, at least twice a month. It is my if I am feeling bad, I put on Halloween. So when you come in and you you screw with that feeling, I'm I I don't I don't like it. And 13 goes, I mean, first of all, Matthew Lillard, I fucking, like, I will never not love everything Matthew Lillard does. I agree. Um, and I love the ghosts. I think they're really, like, innovative and interesting. The house is gorgeous. Like, just v- visually viewing that house and the interior workings of it is a beautiful watch. And so when I, if I'm holding the two of these in my hand and I'm saying, okay, do I watch the remake of Halloween or 13 Ghosts? And I'm, like, sitting there on a Sunday afternoon... It is every single goddamn time. Look at me, Matt Kelly. Don't be Matt Kelly about this, Matt Kelly. <laughs> Matt Kelly? Matt Kelly? Please. Love hurts. Love. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the lyrics. You sound like Matthew Lillard singing Love Hurts. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to spit on the floor a little bit because I'm so bad. <laughs> is this really happening? <laughs> from last time when we said that the original Dawn of the Dead was boring compared to, I don't know, Child's Play 2 or something. Fucky. There are good elements in Rob Zombie's Halloween. It is not a good movie. It is a very long two-hour movie with about 45 minutes of brilliance in it. Thank oh. you. <laughs> and the 45 millions of brilliance is what came from Carpenter before anyway. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it doesn't add anything new. It just creates a vulgar lorry that I don't freaking care about. Who invited Matt Kelly? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think there will be as much heated opinions on this one, but who knows? I don't know you people. I need uh, a gavel. Matt, can you get a gavel and just like name 13 guys as the winner of this round? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we've got the final round, the, the final matchup of the first round. Okay. 2006's Hills Have Eyes versus 2012's Maniac. Oh shit, this one's hard too. All right, I got this one. I'll start up again because I loved The Hills Have Eyes. I loved it, but it's not my pick. I'm going to pick Maniac on this one. However, I do love The Hills Have Eyes because it was one of those movies where I remember I saw in in a theater. I was on a date with this girl and she was so tense. She put her head in my chest to hide and I shit you fucking not I had to look away at some scenes but she didn't see this so I was still macho so that's cool but however um it, it just I, I don't know I don't know about it just watch re-watching Maniac again just all the soundtrack and the point of view and Elijah Wood like going back to that creepy Sin City style character and just the respect that it gave the original and oh my god and the and the and, and the mannequins and just everything about Maniac was so great. It had that nighttime uh, cinematography that gives me chills, like watching a Michael Mann movie. I love Maniac. It did a great job. Respect to the original. And but Alexander Aja is so good. 
See, now I'm, no, no, Maniac is it. I'm not going to talk anymore. I pick Maniac. You're not 100% sure there. And you know what? I know how that story goes. She was like, oh, I'm so scared. She put her head in your chest, and then the old hand went down, down, down. So don't tell me. He was Why? Like, oh, <laughs> don't bullshit us that's why you're picking it um no zach, think about this think about it long and hard zach do you really want to give it to maniac you don't you don't <laughs> i do i love elijah wood right now he was so creepy and it was so good I whereas I, I just I have to know. jump in i have to jump in because i feel like i, I have to defend my man after his like <laughs> I poured my heart out. Uh, no, I I loved Maniac. You were, I, you? Lo- I loved the way it paid paid homage to its original, like the the date scene where she essentially describes like Spinel's character in the first one because she thought he looked like him. Oh. The the car reflection where it's the cover of the original. The the fact that they were able to do pretty much the entire film in a first person point of view and it didn't get boring or annoying or in any way like gimmicky was brilliant and I just I, and it was the pacing was beautiful there was it was so good and there were lots of boobs Jackie lots of boobs and, <laughs> and the hills have eyes like I liked it when I again when I first saw it and I'll, I'm never gonna not love the revenge sequence and the hero shot at the end with the dog and the baby and the fire and the blood I'm never not gonna love that but I did not see enough Papa Jupiter I did not see enough Ruby. I did That's not fair. see enough of the things I wanted to see to make that win over Maniac. Go ahead, you motherfucker. Put the fucking... <laughs> Go ahead. Maniac is the best because Elijah Wood is so fucking hipster. And- <laughs> <laughs> I don't sound like that. You went to film school. <laughs> Maniac is by strictly film standards a better movie. <laughs> First of all, I'm a film school dropout. Get it right. <laughs> Aren't we all? Hey, I graduated film school. Things like Hills Have Eyes was a clear winner of Maniac was on the table. <laughs> Whatever, fucking LA rejects. <laughs> um, go ahead, Jaggy. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna pour another drink. Maniac. <laughs> no, honestly, next to Thirteen Ghosts, like Maniac, Shut was up. one of my favorite ones that we watched. <laughs> oh my God. All right, so I'm gonna pay homage to Hills Have Eyes, and I'll just write down Maniac. Yeah, go ahead. You, you do that, you motherfucker. Yeah, give uh, it the eulogy. The eulogy. Uh, yeah, I'm Googleizing. Um, <laughs> Googleizing. You made the same joke the last time you did this. I love it. <laughs> I, I'm always good for a good, like, you know, Zoolander joke. Jackie hates Zoolander, by the way, which bothers me even more right now. As if I needed more. I hate Zoolander. Uh, those are such assholes. <laughs> this is why we're like besties. Oh my god. <laughs> you jackasses. 90% of the time, that night basically share a brain. So. Kenyon's acting Zoolander's a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're polite and laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you're about to die on this. Oh, my God. Listen to your friend Billy Zane. That's a great line. <laughs> I forever love Billy Zane. And, you know, oh, let's Billy take Zane. a Billy Zane timeout. That's, my, oh, see, okay, for, wait, shut up. I Hold on. Say, no, no, I, no, love, no. I love Demon Knight, too. I also yeah, Demon I too Knight, love Demon Knight. There you go. Billy Zane and Demon Knight. But, however, Billy Zane and Titanic, where, like, he's chasing Rose and Jack, and he takes that turn against the rail and he shoots at them. I... Have never had a better orgasm in my life. It was phenomenal. 
it's it's almost as good as as the Mission Impossible trailer when Superman like does his rolling up. Every oh. time I see that scene, it makes me all giddy. Sorry, sidetrack, sidetrack. Sorry about that. But Billy Zane, oh my god, we can't joke. Billy Zane. We don't joke about cocaine and Billy Zane. Those are the two things we don't joke about. Thank you, life. Um, no. <laughs> Did you rhyme? You're right. horrible. Cocaine and Billy's Cocaine, oh my god, I was just going to say a band idea. Cocaine, put that down on our list of bands, Jackie. Cocaine and Billy's Zane. Cocaine and Billy Zane. New band name. Cocaine and Billy's Zane. What's up? That might be the winner. Cocaine and Billy's Zane's a really good this one. This is now. a good one, I'm just going to say that The Hills Have Eyes does deserve a little bit of our respect because for a re- so I have to admit the the original is so fucking cringy and uncomfortable. It goes to me even though now that we've really dug in and we're, I'm going to do a little promo here for me and scream because we really dug into Last House on the Left in a way that maybe yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you want to hear you want to hear Marissa mad? There are some edits from that one that we can <laughs> What? I'm really mad. I'm so even killed. That's weird. Um, (laughs) Matt just like snort laughed at that, by the way. Matt was like, (laughs) so yeah, so no, I think Hell's Have Eyes is a decent remake. I think it brings a lot of the important kind of fun, but also cringy things about the original into a really cool new light. And between the two of them, I think I would have went Hell's Have Eyes only because I thought Maniac didn't do anything for me that the original didn't do. It was. Like, yeah, I like Elijah Wood, but I thought it was a very uninspired take for me, personally. So if it had come to a time, my vote would have been for Maniac, because I love love the POV. The idea of being the killer for an entire movie is such an interest. I had an idea of doing that as a comedy, because I didn't think that it could ever work as a serious film. And then I saw Maniac, I'm like, oh, wow, you can do this, and it's terrifying it does. Yeah. I'll admit that. I, agree. I agree with that yeah 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 no I, I definitely agree it, it really made me uncomfortable which is is something because I'm so emotionally numb by loving horror as much as I do but I will say that I think that those my eyes remake is one of the films on this list that I think is better than the original because I don't have a lot of love for the original no me neither maybe no. you know what I you agree I, I really, I really enjoy the original Hills Have Eyes. I, I, yeah, I'm not I don't know. I, I, but I'm a cra- I'm a craven nut job. Like, I mean, Marissa knows of that. Like, there's a whole bunch of films that came out at that time that were in a similar vein. It is definitely more towards the bottom of like those '70s grindhouse exploitation films. <laughs> like, compared to like, Best House on the Left or some of the other stuff that was coming out then, I definitely think that Hills Have Eyes is not. It's not you're comparing filmmaker to the exact same filmmaker. You're saying that one movie by the same guy is better than the the same by the same it's guy. Not, it's not peaking for me. Like crazy for a lot of peaks, and he's had a lot of valleys, and this is somewhere in the middle. This is the this is the plateau. Oh, this is a peak for me for Craven. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I I mean, we put this on against like Cream and Last House on the Left, and both of the Freddy movies he made as a as a valley. That is very incoherent, but when it comes to Wes Craven, yeah, you got the peak, Wes Craven's new nightmare, then you got Vampire in Brooklyn. The end. Okay, yeah, whatever. My solid take was pretty bad, too. I a serpent in the rainbow. Just going to throw that out there. Oh, anyway. Oh, God. Oh. Okay, I don't like voodoo movies generally, but yeah. But I love Curio. It's hard. It, anyway. Like, it is hard. Weekend at Bernie's 2 is one of the best voodoo movies ever. It Consider. really is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Weekend at Bernie's two electric boogaloo. All right. So into <laughs> into round two. Oh my gosh! Let's just do it. This like is, a band aid. Okay. So I'm looking at the list, and uh, I'm thinking there's going to be one that's a real tough, long debate, and then there's going to be three that are like minor debates. I also can I just throw out there. I, I would really like the opportunity for us to like say our pieces and then be able to change our minds if we feel like somebody had a really good opportunity, like discussion. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. The first, the first match of round two is Dawn of the Dead versus Evil Dead. Okay, I'm going to start this one off. <laughs> uh, if any of you dingbats don't <laughs> vote for Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so your start to debate is shaming the other voters. It worked. Listen, <laughs> it worked. It worked to lend me a husband. It'll work now. <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna go Dawn all day. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I have to say, Evil Dead remake. There's a lot better in my mind. Oh my gosh. Okay. I could expand, but Katie wants us to talk. <laughs> Okay, so here's my here's my thing, is that I like, as a film, Evil Dead better than Dawn of the Dead. I'm going to go back to my original point and say that Evil Dead is not technically a remake, and therefore this has to go to Dawn of the Dead. Yes! Yes! Uh, this for technicality. You know Evil Dead is the better film. And thank God for technicalities that only exist in Katie's head, boy. Woo! <laughs> They existed in the creator's head. They created this to exist in the same universe. That, and then that didn't pan out. So when they made this movie, it was not a remake. That is what matters. And so if you have to look at, we're remaking Dawn of the Dead versus we are creating an Evil Dead in the same universe. And this is a remake tournament. You have to give it to Dawn of the Dead because Evil Dead is out by disqualification. Whatever you have to say for Dawn of the Dead to move forward, I'm... I'm <laughs> Black Jane Levy all the way, baby. Oh, I love Jane Levy. That's the thing. <laughs> Evil Dead is like the better film. And can I, I have this written in my notes that I really want to say it. Go for it. I just have to say that maybe trees are rapey because when they become sentient, so many people are fucking in the woods in these horror movies that they just, that's all they know how to do. Monkey see, monkey do. Well, and Dawn of the Dead has an amazing soundtrack. It, first of all, it started the like Johnny Cash in every remake craze. Like Johnny Cash in everything moving forward. And then it has All My Heroes Are Dead at the end. And I just love jamming out to that song at the end of the movie. Like you feel so like badass and like you could kill a bunch of zombies when you listen to that song. She did a weird dance. You couldn't see it. It was off. It was weird. Zach, do you eulogize uh, Evil Dead real fast? It was really dark. It I like it when you take a movie where you think you know where like Evil Dead is funny, it's fun, and then you watch the remake and it is pretty dark. Like we have a girl who has a heroin pro problem. That is crazy. But however, the kills. That's what we want to go see Evil Dead for. The like the blood and there was so much blood. We have never seen that amount of actual uh, uh practical effects in a movie uh, that came out then for like a long ass time since like the mid 2000s. So to, for them to actually do all those gory scenes and it's the, oh man, the women actresses were just spot on. Like they freaked you out, but they were still kick ass at the same time because of how cool they looked. Everything about that movie I thought was fantastic. And again, Jane Levy with her like snarkiness, I think could have pulled off 
uh, like like an ash, you know, two she, two two She she I was in Suburgatory, and she was so good in that comedy style. And even as the demon, like she was horrifying, but she's also so funny. I think she would have been so great in Ash versus the Evil Dead if they did what they wanted to do with it. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to see this one go. I actually really really love the Evil Dead remake, and I, again, I'm a sucker for a good like emotional background to the story. And I agree, the heroine. Uh, side of things got me. The brother sister thing got me. I really love, and yeah, I love Jane Levy and uh, Suburgatory too. So I'm with you guys. Like I, it's sad to see this one go. It's a good remake. <laughs> In a different shuffle, I would get back to you on this would be to the final two. Me too. Like, me too. I had this one. In a different way. Um, I'm shocked. I thought that it was gonna be the crazies versus Evil Dead. I, I have to say, it really, it really <laughs> hurts me to say this, but it's just like if you if you put it up against a different movie, I would have fought for Evil Dead tooth and nail. But Dawn of the Dead is such a stellar. Like it was a year after you know the remake started really becoming huge. It has Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames going say something with the shotgun is one of my favorite moments in horror ever. Um, it's got the cameo from Savini. Um, I could have done without the Zombaby, but like Andy, the whole like shootout where they're holding up the, you know, celebrities and he shoots snipers, the celebrity, like it just has so many fun moments that you, you just love and you're, you're going to rewatch it over and over. And I'll rewatch Evil Dead over and over too. I, I just, it breaks my heart to see it go, but it can't go any further if it's up against Dawn. All right. Yep. So. The second matchup of round two, we have Fright Night versus the Town That Dreaded Sundown. These are getting harder. Yeah, I love round one. This is nobody wants to go first. No, no, I will. This is easy. The Town That Dreaded Sundown. (laughs) (laughs) I I really just, you know what? And honestly, I went into this so excited to see Fright Night because Matt was talking it up. And like, okay, like, so you know how like every couple has like, you know, you guys, you get like a couple freebies, right? You get your celebrity freebies. Of like my handful of celebrity freebies, like three of them are David Tennant. So I went into the- I, know, I thought you were taking David Tennant to the final round. I'm confused. If the final round is my vagina, then yes, I am taking him. <laughs> Such a wide on. <laughs> no, I do honestly, like he, watching him, he was he was fantastic. He was shirtless in tight pants and <laughs> just it was wonderful. It was. And I thought his assistant was like probably one of the highlights of the movie. Uh the woman that played his, his the assistant. Latina? Yeah, I loved her. But the other, the other characters, like I could not have given less of a fuck for any of the characters. Like I didn't care. I hated what they did with the Evil Ed character. Like, they completely just ruined that whole dynamic between Jerry and Evil Ed. And then I did love the Chris Sarandon cameo. And it's like, I just watched it. And you know what? Just stop, Colin. Stop. You are no Jerry Dandridge. Please stop. <laughs> just no. Um, I will say, uh, Tony Collette can do no wrong. No, she, she's a. She's a, she's a, she's a Meryl Streep needs to take a step down because Tony Collette is seriously like she. I've not seen her in something where she's been there. It, it's funny to me. I did, I, and it wasn't until Hereditary that I actually started realizing exactly how many horror movies she's been in. Yeah, she she has. She's like an unsung hero. Of horror, and I'm still fucking pissed she didn't get an Oscar nod. Yeah, yeah, that I, is. I agree with that one as well. Uh, the Oscars suck anyway. Yeah, seriously, Dude, I'm telling you, and I'm sorry. I I want this to fucking air in March. Her fucking 
portrayal of a mother in grief was one of the most haunting things I've ever seen on screen. So fuck the Academy right up its stupid ass. Because you want to talk horror, I was shaken to my core by that scene. I was going to say, I get it not getting a Best Picture nod, but But like her not getting a Best Actress is bullshit. Right. bullshit. No, what do you mean you get it? No, wrong. Okay, first off, if you're going to like stare at me with some little dork smile and say Black Panther was a better picture than Hereditary... I will kick your ass out of my fucking house. I am sorry. No. Wrong. You're not sorry. Don't end. say you're sorry. Oh you're my sorry. God. I'm still furious over that. Sorry. That's a little sidetrack. <laughs> All I'm saying is that from the account, from like the standpoint of people who vote for these movies to be a best picture, I can deny hereditary, but I don't get how you don't at least acknowledge her acting, regardless on if you like or dislike that movie. What I also don't get, just throwing this out there, has nothing to do with heart. <laughs> how the fuck? Did the Mr. Rogers documentary not get nominated for Best Documentary? Fucking that great. great. Another one. Exactly. God damn. It's a game. It's a game. Anyway, speaking of games, let's continue ours. I forget ours. Who voted for what? I'm totally Yeah, where, what's the tally right now? Sure. Wait, so more importantly, though, Katie and Zach, who's your celebrity pass for each other? <laughs> celebrity pass? Chris Pine. What? Okay, I can live with that. <laughs> It changes. It changes relatively regularly. But I watched Into the Woods last year, and the fact that he can sing plus be Captain Kirk like destroyed all of my life, and I need to be a part of his. (laughs) No, that's fair. It's Into the Woods that puts me like when I first was like, "What?" and then I thought about Into the Woods, and I was like, "No, I get it." Prince's song is one of my favorite songs. Like, no different than yours. Like, it's so good, and like the fact that he pulled it off with so much good, I like uh, irony and like oh camp. I I love. Yeah, but it changes. But right now it's Chris Pine. I think mine is Eva Green. Eva Green. Well, technically both of ours is Eva Green. Yeah, but we get to share her. <laughs> yeah. That's Eva I- Green is well then again, I watched Casino Royale again recently and oh my god. Oh Yeah, just awe with her. Uh, okay, I'm back. Her and Penny Dreadful, like Penny oh. Dreadful again. Her evil. No, her in Dark Shadows, I think it has to be the hottest thing ever. That is the hottest thing ever. <laughs> I'm trying to think of so like I think both of our celebrity passes even greater. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna share that one. For you guys, that's adorable. I hope my Matt Kelly could come between that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single, so there is no celebrity pass. I just fuck celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I was in a relationship, Christina Ricci. Really? Christina Ricci. I love Christina Ricci. She's ah, okay. Hey, she's gonna be at Monster Mania though, bro. Oh yeah, we can hook that up. We'll be your wingman. I'll be your wingman. I will be the goose to your maverick. Oh shit, he dies. Never mind. I mean, she's married with with a kid now, so I don't really think that there's much good going. Just because a girl has a kid doesn't mean she can't be hot, right? No, no I'm not saying. Can we learn something about Marissa? Kelly <laughs> <laughs> home. Who is your like hall pass celebrity? It's weird that I don't know this. Like, if you if she came in the door, you would be like, I can have sex with her, and you can't divorce me. One person. Wow, one. that's Only offensive. He doesn't. I'm going to give mine, but I think it's a good answer. Uh, the chick who plays Daenerys Targaryen. We can we can share her though. <laughs> oh, her? Like she? Yeah, I'm into it. Oh no, she's so bad. Did you see Terminator <laughs> Genesis? Yeah, that's all right. Oh no. <laughs> I feel 
feel like she would just lay there like a starfish with like no emotion. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how she plays all her roles. <laughs> so it's Sunday. <laughs> oh wait! Oh, Jason Momoa! Jesus Christ! I might see Jason. <laughs> okay, what, what are our movies? What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't find him attractive. You can have a that Not well. You're him. obviously ninety nine percent because. But like, I can admit that that is a good looking man. I'm not into it. I mean, you're on my celebrity. <laughs> All right, go ahead, you guys. Let's vote. What movies are we talking about? <laughs> Fright Night. Savage and Sundown and... and uh, Fright Night. Fright Night. So the fact that we can't remember Fright Night, my pick is Town That Dreaded Sundown. <laughs> okay, no, I had, a real, I had a real idea about this. Because, yeah, I like... Okay, Fright Night has a su- superior, like, cast when it comes to talent. And it has a fantastic premise, you know, setting it in Vegas. And... It, it does a lot of really good things for the original, but I think Town the Dreaded Sundown wins this category because I think there are you people do not revisit this film. This is not something that like a horror fan who is 14 years old, they just saw Night of the Living Dead, they're going out and they're trying to find movies to watch, and they're not gonna go watch Town the Dreaded Sundown, the original. But if they see Town the Dreaded Sundown, this one, they're gonna go back and watch that movie and be like, cool, like my history's built. I'm learning more. I'm seeing more. I'm getting more into my genre where Fright Night, I feel like they could watch this Fright Night and be like, I'm good. Hmm. And so I, my vote's Town of the Dreaded Sun now. So it doesn't matter. I think I would have went Fright Night, but that's okay. Yeah, I can live with that. <laughs> and I think Matt Kelly would have backed me up I would have went with Fright Night if yeah. this was a tie. Although you I do- love these sensational, campy, like big things <laughs> that have happy endings. Yeah, it's not Monster Squad. Get over it. Not everything can be Monster Squad, Matt. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second, Katie. (laughs) You made a whole argument about how Evil Dead isn't technically a remake, so you can't move it forward. And then you go with Down the Dreaded Sundown, which you can make the exact I know I'm being a hypocrite. I know. I know I'm being a hypocrite. But... But the vote was no. I have to change it because I did. I made that argument, and I can't go back on it. No, I have. I'm sorry. I have to change. Matt's right. Matt's right. What is this sorcery that just happened? This is horse crap. No, I if I would have gone with my gut and done Evil Dead, no, everything would have been okay. But no, Town of Dreaded Sundown is not a remake either. If you go with my original logic. Oh my god! Then you go. Okay, I have to go. Fright Night. I'm sorry. He kills somebody with a trombone. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's still he did in the original too. I, okay, that's it. It's Fright Night. It has to be Fright Night. Matt I mean, Kelly, wily motherfucker. You gotta watch him. You no, gotta watch right, him. I can't. I, I had that thought in my head too, and I'm like, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say Town the Dreaded Sundown and see if anyone notices. God damn it. This is Florida 2000 all over again. I hate you people. I, I said I could change my vote, so right. I have to say Fright Night. Ah, this Fright Night goes through. <laughs> I still right. think Evil Dead and Town of the Dreaded Sundown are better movies. But yeah, it means nothing in this tournament. You're but the movies that were picked were not technically remakes. If you would have gone with Prom Night and Friday the 13th, we could have been in a different position. <laughs> All right. Girl, I got you. You stick to your guns because it makes my movie go through. Well, I mean, thank you, Matt Kelly, for calling me out because it's right. He's right. <laughs> 
Strap in, guys. This one's going to be a quick one. Uh, match number three of round two is the House on Haunted Hill versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill. ass and just pick house on Haunted Hill. No, I won't. I'll go Texas, but I will respectfully be okay with it myself getting outvoted because I love house too. Do you want to eulogize the Texas Yeah, Master you know, I got, I have to say, this one kicked off like the remake crate, like craze that I remembered. And I remember going in being like, fuck this, I'm gonna hate it. And I remember being like, meh, that's not bad. Yeah. Like, I I've enjoyed it. I've always hated this remake. Really? It's one of my least favorite remakes, but I, I think it's because this is a Jackie issue a lot of times. <laughs> I can't bring my love of the original movie to enjoy this remake. Oh, my and like, Lord. And yeah. for me, I think the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the best horror movie that's ever been made. That's period. fair. End of sentence. That's fair. So, like, I don't know. I'm like, why are you showing me Leatherface's actual face? Like, he should never take off the mask. Like, there was, like, so many, like, rules that I felt like he broke. I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. It's like a harmless, stupid remake, but... 2004, Matt, watching it fresh in college, just be like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I enjoy it for what it is. I like a little backstory. I love, what's his name? Army, Ernie, Schmermy, the guy from uh, Full Metal Jacket. All I know is that he's fantastic. Arlie Emery. Arlie Emery, there we go. Like the letter R, Lee Emery. Wow, how badass is that? Right, and and he really steals the show for me. I like a little bit of backstory. I'm a sucker for it. I think it's the literature teacher in me. I can't help it. Um, I think this movie did a good job of taking the remake, uh, taking the original, and bringing it to modern audiences in a way that was fun, but didn't do any disservice to the original. I agree with you, Matt Kelly. The, the original is one of my top five by far best horror movies, but I like this one. If it's on, I'm not going to change the channel. You know what I'm saying? But I can also live with how we voted on this one because I love, I think House on Haunted Oak, a really fun ride. All right, I'm going to take a minute real quick. Uh, Carrie Halloween, Judy Greer. Oh, yeah. Judy Greer is her name. Yes. I love her. Since we did the Arlie Emery thing, I was like, okay, what's what's this girl's Judy name? Greer. So, <laughs> Judy Greer. Love it. I like her. All right, final matchup of round two. 13 Ghosts versus Maniac. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I know it's probably rough calls, but I'm still going to say 13 ghosts. I'm going to ride maniac on this one. I I think I the the POV the fact the POV killed like I can't have words because no other film is able to do that. I can't think of one that did that so well and and made me captivated the entire time. I think it's the wild turkey talking, but I could have swore Halloween made it to the second round. <laughs> no, remember, I, went, I went 13 ghosts on Fuck. you. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> I, no, again, Maniac is better than 13 ghosts. As much as I love Tony Shalhoub and fucking, you know, what's his face? Matthew Lillard. And, you know, the Jackal's a great villain and all that good stuff. And Maniac just did things that, like, when you hear about it, if someone told you, oh, that like, like 90% of this movie is going to be POV, you're going to roll your eyes and be like, uh, I hate like found footage. Uh, Doom POV sucked. Shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> Doom sucked. Fucking hardcore Henry, who gives a shit? But it, it worked out perfectly. This is the best POV movie since, like, the, I don't even know. It's fucking great. Maniac all the way. All right. So if we're letting the alcohol talk, <laughs> which I often do at night. We're at the point where that's happening. 
Yeah, that's fair. I'm going to let the tequila talk here and I'm going to talk from, I'm going to turn on my heart lights like I, E.T. would recommend. And I'm going to go like, I'm from your titties. Like, wow, we will. That's the tequila. <laughs> I just want like, the heart lights. Where else would they come from? Turn on your heart lights. It's going to go for me. It's going to go 13 ghosts. And here's why. Ugh. I feel like if I'm staring at like, hey, it's Friday night. Which one am I going to watch? Maniac is because of all the things you said, you're right. It's a fucking brilliant movie, but it is not a fucking rewatchable one. Like it's fucked up and it's scary. And I feel like I have to shower and just like all the other brilliant movies like it. It's not, it doesn't have a lot of rewatchability for me. I'm never going to choose like Henry portrait of a serial killer or maniac to watch on a fucking fun Friday night. 13 ghosts. I can get behind. It's a good popcorn flick. And so for me, if I have to choose one or the other, I like 13 Ghosts for its campiness, for its homage to old horror, for Matthew Lillard's spittles, for all of it. And so, yeah, Matt Kelly, this comes to you, man. All right, so Maniac as a remake has that incredible POV thing going for it. Go with 13 Ghosts. Um, and it adds and, to the original. And it's, I, I think that it is. I think that it is a step up from the original. I think that the original is a perfectly serviceable ground house movie. Uh, and this is a movie that steps it up and makes it its own unique thing. But so does 13 Ghosts. And yes! I love Matthew Lillard, so I'm going yes! 13 Ghosts. Oh my god, Wait, this is I need, I need an opportunity. I need an opportunity to change minds. <laughs> because here's here's my thing with it. Am I like the 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 thing that I I think is it? Imagine imagine if. The original Maniac and the original 13 Ghosts did not exist. And these are the first time these films were made. Which would the be the most profound film? The, so, so, yes, I would agree that there's... So here's the thing. It all comes down to importance versus what I like. I <laughs> 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 think are important. But my fate, like I said... I would right, argue, we get it. We're picking 13 Ghosts. I would, I would argue that anyone that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of the best, if not the best, horror movie ever made. But my favorite horror movie is still Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying a lot. Wait, like the original or two or three? The original. The first Sleepaway Camp with that amazing ending. Because, <laughs> like, the rest of the film is near unwatchable. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ghosts. I just reenacted the ending of Sleepaway Camp for Matt, and he didn't appreciate it, so I'm a little hurt. <laughs> I've seen it. Um, all right, so you I should have got my middle finger. Yeah. I did not think Thirteen Ghosts would get this far. I did not either. Maniac. Hey, the score by Maniac. If you remember the like the op- opening credits, it says music composed by Rob. That is it. Rob. This dude named Rob. Not only that, but I'm sorry, Silence of the Lambs, like, Goodbye Horses. It's like, Goodbye Horses, the soundtrack was great. You guys are dicks. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us for our 2019 March Madness episode. Part one, the battle of the remakes. We want to thank Zach, Katie, and Matt for joining us and helping us decide. Tune in next week where we will be talking about the final four and determining the winner, the ultimate remake. All of that being said, this week, 
coming up. We are now days away from Monster Mania. If you guys are going to be going, if you're in the Cherry Hill area, even if you're not in the Cherry Hill area and you're going to be going, please stop by and say hi. Everybody you're hearing on this podcast will be there, plus many others. We are hanging out with the guys from Horror Movie Night and from Fright School, and we'll be hanging with all of the amazing, cool Monster Mania volunteers that we made friends with at last year's event. So please come check us out. Say hi. Come get some Jersey Ghoul swag. Come get some Mizan Scream swag. Come give us a high five. Let's talk horror and let's have a good time. We really are so excited and we're so looking forward to it. Thanks again for tuning in. Again, check us out next week's episode, The Final Four. See you guys then. Bye bye. listening to the Geekscape Network.